What? Did we just become best friends? Yeah! One is a t-shirt queen, and the other is an SEO and web developing ninja. And both of these squirrels are a little nuts. You're now listening to the More Gooder Ideas Podcast, a show for the small business hustlers worldwide, encouraging you to be your most authentic self. This is the place where your whole story matters. Come for the tips and stay for the fun. Now, your hosts, Angie Patterson and Jay Smith. All right. So, here we are. Happy Halloween. You are a pickle? Yes. Okay. And you're a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. Yes. Or a Texas Ranger, Highwayman. <laughs> That's whatever. Kind of. Yep. That's me. Um, so. I don't know how we get started. We just want to babble. Yeah. About what? Talk about how good we look right now. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't see us, if you're listening, you should definitely go to YouTube and check out our amazing costumes. It is. There's been a lot of effort. A lot of effort went into this. Yeah. I went somewhere and bought this hat. It's amazing. I like it. You are a cowboy hat guy now. I might. Yeah. This might be my new thing. It looks really good on you. Because uh, I don't see a lot of people walking around. Now, when I was at Fort Knox 25 years ago, there was a... Decent subset of people that were wearing cowboy hats because in the army, you know, people from all over the country. But up here in Louisville, now back when uh, Coyotes was open, oh, the good old days. Yeah, that now that that you'd see the line dancing crowd. And then when I was stationed out in Missouri, there was a lot of cowboy hats out there. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. It was it was way more country music, okay. culture focused than Kentucky. Yeah, from see, what I saw. Some days you might go to Nashville. You want to fit in in Nashville? I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I know enough. Like I feel like something about this is wrong. Like either I'm wearing the wrong shirt for this hat. There's something <laughs> about it I don't know. Where they'll be like, "Look at that rube!" Like <laughs> poser. I don't think so. Confidence. That's what makes it work. That's true. Yeah, and much like a lot of country singers, I know three chords on a guitar too. Hey. Oh, but- <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. They've got way better hair than me as a whole. <laughs> you should have had the guitar. That would have been what pulled it all together. Um, oh, my son has one up in his room. See? Mm. But you I wouldn't, I mean. Take some pictures and put that on your Christmas card this year. You do the honky-tonk man and smash it over somebody's head? Yeah. That'd be cool. We'll okay. film that for the podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put put a, a video record of me assaulting somebody with a, yeah. with a guitar. Okay. We can turn anything into a lesson about your small business. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> Maybe don't. This is an analogy. <laughs> wrapped in a uh, enigma. Okay. So the last episode that we are airing is where we talk about kind of your plan for networking at the Booby Bash. I executed it so well. Did you? I practiced before I left with my husband. We talked about it beforehand. So you gave me, I would call a little list of things that I should do. And it was uh, have a meaningful conversation with three people. Mm -hmm. Try and set up one-on-ones with two of them. And then reach out to one of them with like a personal letter or something afterwards. Um, And then you also wanted me to help connect somebody I already know with somebody that I met there in a meaningful way that could help 
both parties that yes. they should that they should connect. That doesn't have anything to do with you necessarily. Yes. Yep. Um, so I practiced all that with my husband before I left. <laughs> Was, what, would it, what did he think of all that? <laughs> um, he liked that you gave me a list because. <laughs> I like, I'm one of those people where I can figure out things as I go, yeah. but I really like for somebody to tell me exactly what I should do and what order I should do it in. Okay. I kind of like that um, structure. structure of things sometimes. Um, so he thought that was awesome, that I had a little list. I had my little notes out. Um, Did he go? No, he okay. didn't. No, I went out on the town by myself. Hey, all right. And okay. it really, I don't know that it was a networking event, but I kind of viewed it as a networking event because I don't have any friends. So I didn't have anybody to go with. Wow. Um, and I was graciously invited by one of the vendors at the event. So um, I kind of took advantage of that to um, turn it into a networking thing for me. Okay. So... Awesome. Thoughts? Did I relay your list right? Did I interpret it correctly? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was, if sending a personal note is all that prescriptive. Sometimes you just don't have that opportunity, but it's definitely something that will differentiate you. Um, and then the the big one, of course, the, you know, if it's just solid gold if you can actually connect somebody with somebody. And the more you do this, the more those opportunities are just going to, I just came from my first one-to-one -one with a young lady in town who I met at a factory focused uh, networking event last week that's okay. manufacturing focused uh, service providers that focus on manufacturers and she's very much of the same mind uh, we were just talking mainly like basically mirroring each other talking about all the same stuff we've read all the same books we're very very aligned in that stuff so but you know our, when we left because we're so in deep on this stuff our commitment to each other was we're going to look through our list of people and we're going to find three people that we should connect with each other which nice. we you know she's in um accounting and tax protection and preparation and, and tax planning which is something i have nothing to do with that i don't you know i know people who are accountants my wife is an accountant but she's a, <laughs> she's a you know she's a corporate accountant she's not a cpa small business accountant and she she even said it herself. She said, I don't know anybody who knows everybody in IT and web design and digital marketing and all that. And she said, so, you know, us connecting just, you know, just exponentially increases our networks, particularly because we both view it as something very strategic and intentional to do as opposed to just, let's get coffee. Tell me about yourself. Do you want to buy my stuff? That's it. Right. And, and you know, we we both are aware that if we were to just have this one meeting and we don't follow up and stay in tune, we're not developing an actual relationship where we know each other um, and and know what each other does very, very well. And I think we kind of touched on this last episode um, where you, you really are developing a relationship with somebody. And once you've got that closeness, you want to see them succeed. You look for opportunities to refer them or to connect them with other people. And you're very good at doing it because you know them better than if you just had their business card from an event. Right. Or Googled them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. If somebody asks me, do you know an accountant? And I'm going to sit there and Google accountant near me and give it to them. I haven't provided them any value at all. Right. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to you. So um, I wasn't nervous. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I wasn't nervous about being able to connect with people because I'm pretty good at that mm -hmm. anyways. Um, but I was nervous that I wouldn't see the opportunity to connect them with somebody else I know. Okay. 
Um, and especially because a lot of the people that I do know, they may not do the exact same like product as me, but a lot of them are more product based. Um, and most of the vendors at this event or people that I would be trying to network with, um, or have the easiest opportunity to network with, I guess, were the people trying to sell things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wasn't sure how I would find that connection to be like, oh, well, let me tell you about my, you know, acquaintance or friend who does this or that. Right. Um, but it actually came easier than I thought. I know you texted me. You were all excited. Were you like hiding in the bathroom? <laughs> I literally was. I literally was. I was like, I can't. As I was saying it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to tell Jay. <laughs> I'm doing it. It's authentic. It's genuine. Right. Um, and so that was really exciting for me. Um, but I found it pretty easy to connect with people because, like you said, if you go into it with a genu genuine interest in yeah. what somebody is doing, how they're doing it, um, the conversation comes naturally. Yeah. So, um, and it was different with each person I talked to. You know, it wasn't the, oh, well, how did you make this or whatever. It wasn't the same thing over and over again. It wasn't again. manufactured. Yeah. yeah it was genuine, it's genuine curiosity. Yeah. And that's that's what, that's the tough hump people have to get over when they're learning this, thinking that it's a ABC, one, two, three, do this, do this, do this, because it's not. Um, it's, you really have to genuinely want to learn about someone else. Yeah. And then it becomes very easy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's curiosity. And gosh, I can't remember where I read it recently. Um, it might have been Dale Carnegie. I'm not sure. But, you know, I, I read this quote. It's like every single person on earth has something that they can teach, something that they are passionate about, that they've been doing a long time, that they can teach you. And it's something you don't know. And sometimes it's not as easy to figure out what that thing is. But if you just keep your ears open and your mouth shut, eventually it'll come out. There's a reason why you have two oh. ears and one mouth. There's a reason why that phrase is stuck around for so long. Jay loves cliches. I do. <laughs> well, I mean, I just said one too. So. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. And there wasn't, um, I don't want to say I was, I had pressure on me, but I had motivation to go in and do it too. Sure. I mean, I could have very easily just went in and picked up some little goodies and sat at a table and ate pizza and drank beer, you know, <laughs> but yeah. um, I felt motivated to kind of seek out those people not because they might, you know, patronize my business, but just because there's somebody else out there doing the same hustle that we're doing, you yeah. know, trying to get themselves in front of people, um, whether it be a business or, or a service. I met somebody who has a podcast. She was there promoting her podcast. Cool. And I had one of the most fun conversations with her and her sisters that were there just to support her. And she wasn't trying to sell me anything and I wasn't trying to sell her anything. Right. Um, but we made a really fun connection and connected on social media and I uh, listened to our podcast on the way home. Cool. So um, let me think. Uh, the other thing too, um, though, was keeping my eyes and my ears and my mind open for opportunities to promote myself. Sure. I, I walked that line, I think, very strategically of when the opportunity came where I could plug myself, I did. I didn't hold back just because um, I was a guest of the party instead no. of somebody, you know, a vendor, yeah. if you will. Because at this event, there were people selling things. Okay. Um, so, yeah, 
I feel way more confident going into maybe a more traditional networking uh, situation now that I know I already have the skill set. I just needed to kind of. Oh, it's a mindset then. Yeah. It's just framing that situation as an opportunity to meet with and connect with people. Did you happen to learn anything new in the course of having conversations with anybody there? Oh, yeah. Um, one of the really interesting conversations. That sounded like I totally, like that was a scripted question, <laughs> but you had not heard that question until just now. I also have very few wrinkles on my brain, so I can, <laughs> I have a lot of things to learn, so that was not hard. Okay. Um, I talked to a lovely lady who I'm hoping will come on our podcast, and we can talk about that later. Okay. Um, but she had crocheted items, and so I bought some little goodies for my babies. Um, but we talked about how she actually makes a crochet pattern. Okay. That she has multiple streams of income, and one of them is the actual patterns, not just the finished products. Um, and she didn't go, like, hugely in-depth about it, but that was so interesting. Like, I don't have a mind like that, I guess. <laughs> Or you could visualize how to do something and then write instructions on how to make it for somebody else. Gotcha. Um, that was really cool. There was a few different beauty tables that were doing different... Like like skin products or... Yeah, there was an a lady who does eyelashes there. Um, but she uses like a different kind of method versus um, glue, which is what you typically do. <laughs> you glue the, the hairs yeah, on your eyelids. Yeah, I've that. I just don't get it. It sounds um, But that was fascinating to me you know because in my i'm like how do you even do that like right. that's great and what are the benefits of that because um last week i hope you edited it out but i had an incident with some glue on eyelashes <laughs> i couldn't edit it out you're wearing one eyelash for the entire episode like how am i going to edit that out just not show your face so i told her about that i'm like if you need to use that as a horror story to um get customers to come and use your services that would be great but it was you know i I don't necessarily go and get my eyelashes done every week, but it was still really interesting. Oh, I, I never heard of that. Um, and then also I learned things just from their behaviors. Anytime you're around different kinds of salespeople, um, it was just really interesting, not just how they made things, but seeing them interacting with other customers besides me and being like, oh man, you know, I should try that with my customers. I think that's really cool. And that's she's, a good point because you're anytime you're at one of these events, you're always in sales mode. You're oh yeah, and you're thinking about you know setting up and taking down, and you're just in the moment. This is one of those rare events where it's your atmosphere, it's your usual ecosystem you work in, but you weren't working right. So you could just observe. That's that's yeah. I didn't even think about that angle of it. And it also confirmed some of the things that we talk about pretty regularly on here as far as being proactive and selling your services or your products. Because, again, there are some people there sitting behind a table looking at their phone. Um, there was one in particular who had a, a really cool item that I was very interested in. And she was nice, but she didn't even stand up when I came. And I asked her some open-ended questions, and there was not uh, much of a response. Very friendly. I mean, not ugly towards me at all, but just kind of like, mm, well, let me keep looking. Didn't, didn't hook you, huh? <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and her products were beautiful. She was very talented. Um, and I wasn't, like, punishing her. I don't want it to sound like, oh, well, she didn't, right. you know, kiss my ass, so I'm not going to buy her things. Um. 
But it just kind of, like I said, it's real easy for us to get up here and be like, this is what you should do, mm. and this is what you shouldn't do, and this works every single time. Um, and turns out we were right, and you should <laughs> you should listen to everything <laughs> we say. <laughs> okay. Um, did you find yourself needing to adjust your energy to match when you came up came across somebody if they were maybe mm. not as outgoing, not you know maybe kind of reserved and not you know, kind of meeting them where they are rather than just being 100% you? If I did, I didn't notice it. Yeah. Um, and I, I was, again, I was by myself. Yeah. So I didn't really have anybody to like play. I didn't have a wingman to play off of. Sure. So um, I found just, I was myself. And, you know, there were people, every person's energy is different. Yep. And you can meet them where they're at without sacrificing your own energy or personality if that makes sense yeah that's what i was getting to because um you know sometimes you know people people know me i'm like i'm a clown i'm like i'm outgoing i'm i'm loud i'm a rodeo clown if you will if you will um (laughs) and they presume that that's why i enjoy and am so good at networking and all that like i'm not no uh i i work very hard to meet people where they are because if I come in like a wrecking ball and you're more of a reserved person, it's, it's going to just not be a good conversation just because it's it's total mismatch of energy. Yeah. Um, so while I am not sacrificing exactly who I am, it's not like I'm mirroring them or anything, but I might tone it down a little bit. If... Okay. Yeah. Because the lady I was talking about earlier, again, she was very nice and friendly, but I could tell that she didn't want to chit chat with me not that she again that's that was not her style and so i just told her what i liked about her stuff and what it made me think of you know and left it at that so and hopefully maybe that will in the future help her feel more comfortable talking about you know her beautiful art i hope cool (laughs) okay i mean you don't have to stand up but at least Act like you care that somebody's there. Well, I mean, if if people are significantly introverted, an event like that can really exhaust them. Yes. And, it, and if if it's where I'm thinking it was in 1020, there's nowhere for them to... Escape? Yeah. Not, well, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to say hide because it's not hide. It's, it's go somewhere where you can decompress because that's a lot. And, I, you know, growing up introverted, like being around a whole lot of people for a significant amount of time... It's exhausting. Even if you're not necessarily an introvert, but maybe something happened. Maybe you had a shitty ass morning and it was really hard for you to get there and be in that place that day. Right. Any other day you would be, you know, dancing on the table. But, um, yeah, I guess I did adapt a little bit, but I, I tried to do it in more of an encouraging way to her than, uh, well, I'm also quiet and nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she just saw you next door at the other booth doing cartwheels. Oh, yeah. 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 She's like, God, please don't stop at my table. <laughs> Keep moving. Hiding under the table. Um, and I also, I saw some people who were really putting it on. Uh, my dear friend, Caitlin, she did have some, some swag there to sell, but her um, main purpose was marketing her service. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a really great job engaging with every single person that came by her. And, um, it was, it was great to see. And like I said, seeing other people use 
different engaging techniques or different ways of conversation and relating to their customers. Uh, it was great. I had a really great time. Now, did Caitlin know that you had kind of a, a a personal goal for this event? I don't know if I told her once we were there. I might have said something to her um, in kind of a joking way about going and doing your work for you or something. <laughs> but I don't know that I necessarily, like, you know, laid it out for her like I did for Ryan because I wanted to... I wanted to have everything in the forefront of my mind, sure. you know. Well, telling somebody else about it also gives you some accountability. Yeah. Makes you make sure you're going to do, go do it. And that was the first thing he said. Did you have fun? Did you do all the things on your list you were supposed to do? And I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did do all the things on the list. I was so proud. So you did say that you were able to set up a meeting with someone after down the road? Um, well, there was a girl who wants to come on our podcast. So mm. I'm counting that as like oh, a okay. one on two. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you set up a future meeting that's going to drive further engagement. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I did set up a meeting with somebody I already knew previously before going to this event, but I kind of solidified it while I was there. Um, and I did... Uh, connect on social media with a lot of people. So I'm hoping, I want to try and wheedle my way in onto this girl, this other girl's podcast. Oh, yeah. And she talks about like paranormal, Ooh. true crime, cool. um, a little bit of history in there. And I told her, I said, I have nothing to contribute to that, but I would love to be there to hear you talk <laughs> about it. I can just support you in everything you yes, say. Yes, I'll hype you up, you know, if you need me to ask you an, a question so you can answer it, I can do that. So hopefully we'll be able to connect. And then I um, also made notes about the people who I felt like I could send a personal note to and um, it would make the most impact. And? I'm going to send them a personal note. Awesome. So, and I actually like making homemade cards and stuff, oh, you know, you go. you've gotten oh, a Oh, you're going to go nuts, yeah. So that was, again, pretty easy for me. Again, I had a conversation with a young lady and I was shopping for something for my kids from her table. And so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm shopping for my three-year-old, my two-year-old. And she's like, oh, me and my sister are actually really close in age. And, and I get, there yeah. you go. There's the conversation, yeah. you know? Um, so don't be afraid if you're not somebody like me or Jay who enjoys talking to people about different stuff or you have kind of a genuine open mind curiosity about anything, you still can go and do something like this and be successful and not be disingenuous to yourself. Agreed. Yeah. That's Boom. Awesome. Mic drop. <laughs> the pickle. The pickle's getting my, my brain going. <laughs> it's all the vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay. A few one-to-ones recently with just brand new people. I've, I've, you know, sometimes this goes in kind of seasons where there'll be a lull and then all of a sudden I'll just meet somebody at a networking event or a, a Zoom call that I'm part of and we'll get together. And then while we're together, someone else will come up who they know. And then it just, it just kind of blossoms like that. And I was, I, a matter of fact, I had, uh, I had lunch with a, a photographer last Ooh. week, a uh, local photographer, but he's different than most of the photographers I know are more uh, headshots, weddings. Portraits. Portraits, yes. And he's more of an artistic photographer. So he does cool. fashion, like <gasps> fashion startups. Um, you know, his website's very, very artistic. And and I was talking to him a lot about this because he's much younger uh, and he's, he's just kind of figuring his way through how to network and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I was talking through some of the, some of the just kind of baseline things and, and, I think it came up. I can't remember which one of us talked about it. Like, 
you know, this sounds, if you're not, if you're not coming at this with the right mindset, it sounds, it can be manipulative or it could be, you know, you're using psychological tricks kind of thing. And, you know, I made this analogy. It's like, you know, if you have a hammer, you can build a really nice table or you can just punch a hole in the fucking drywall. Yeah. <laughs> like the hammer will do the same thing. One of them takes intentionality. It takes a little bit of skill. It takes patience and you actually create something very useful. One of them is a lot easier. It's a lot quicker. <laughs> Maybe more fun. It might be more fun in the moment, but all you've really accomplished is a hole in the wall that you now have to fix. You haven't really accomplished anything. Whereas if you, you take the time and do, do what's right with the tool, you actually build something that's going to be useful for that's some time. That's a great analogy. Yeah. That's a really, you're like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I pulled it out of my hat. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, no. Well, I said it to him in the moment because it just came off the top of my head and it didn't sound near as good. So I've been trying to think of it like, because I want to be able to explain, because it is one of those things that you have to consider because, you know, you are talking about psychology and you are talking about how people respond to things and how they react to things and, and how you can engage with them. And it can sound manipulative or like tricks or whatever. But if you approach it with that mindset that you're on the hunt or people are marks or whatever, you're not going to engage with them at the correct level. You're not going to remember them. You're not going to remember what's important to them. You're not going to remember anything because you didn't care. You, you're just trying to check a box or you're trying to get a sale. Uh, and even if you're being sharp about it or smart and you're extending that out so you're going to be the smartest of the sleazy salespeople and wait a couple weeks for your payout, it's still over then. And people don't like being used. They don't like being manipulated. And even if it takes a while for them to recognize what's happening, they're never going to refer you again. Right. Because once you finally, even if it's a slow burn and it took you a couple of weeks to make that sale, which in some sales cycles it does because it's a larger scale project or it's more expensive. Yes. At the end of that, <clears throat> if you just disappear on them because you got what you needed, then that in, that relationship ends right there. Yeah. And if, if you're, product is such that it has a long sales cycle because it's high dollar or whatever, why wouldn't you want to maintain that relationship, even if it's just regularly checking in or having lunch or sending I mean, them? And it doesn't, it's not always so obvious as that. The, right. the sale or the benefit that you get from that relationship is not always so cut and dry no. as I'm going to make this relationship right. and then they're going to hire me to build a website. Right. It's not, or they're going to refer me to somebody to build their website. It's not as so cut and dry as that. And so if you kind of let that box of how I'm going to benefit from this go, I, I think it really opens your doors for a lot more benefits oh, that yeah. you might not even understand. Oh, yeah, huge. It's it, And that's, that's, that's the tough part is, um, you know, if people are looking to you, you know, if they were looking to me for guidance on this or coaching on this, or we're actually working through this on how to do this, that's the major hump to get over is like, this is not, this is not a tactic or a, a hack to get past people, people's initial reticence. It's not a sales technique. It's not. No, it's relationship building. You're actually building a relationship with someone. And in some cases, um, you know, I was a little... <laughs> I was a little worried about you. I, that was going to be my question to you was it, if you had apprehension about what I was going to do or what I was going to report back. A little bit, just because um, you're so driven 
And when you're given a new tool, <laughs> some people, you know, they want to run out and do the thing and, and not actually just organically enjoy the event, but see it as a, okay, I got to check this box. I got to do this. I got to do that. And whether it's because I had given you these things or whether you had just absorbed them, like, I really got to do this. And then you told Ryan about it. So I was, but I was also like, I have to, I have to just <laughs> let, let it happen. Like, just do it. Because that's how I got so good at it was just learning and falling on my face and, and just organically over 50 years of my life, just learning how to engage with people. And, um, you know, that's it. So, but yeah, that's, that, that was a little bit, I was a little like, cause you texted me you're like, oh, I mean, I was able to connect somebody <laughs> and then I, I'm almost ready to, I'm almost available to, or I'm, I'm almost able to set a one-to-one -one with somebody. And I'm like, God, I hope she's not sitting there for five hours, just checking boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just, oh, she's not creeping people out in not, there. <laughs> not that. I was just hoping you weren't not just experiencing the event for what it was because you were so focused on doing the mission. Yes. Right? Uh, and I don't think you did. Um, I, that was probably the thing I was most proud of was that I was able to take what you said and have that motivation and that focus but to use my skill set I already have and make my interactions organic. And I didn't have anything to lose. I mean, I wasn't going to like, I didn't pay you $1,000 right. to tell me that stuff. I wasn't out any money. Um, you're going to shame me for something when I come here today. So it wasn't like I was worried That's about what you. That's what the pickle's about. <laughs> trying to disarm me. <laughs> Like, you're going to make fun of me about something. So if it's this, if it's not executing this, I, I, would, I didn't have anything to lose. Sure. Um, and all I had to do was gain, whether it be um, because I did something right or because I did something wrong. But I was really proud of myself for keeping my goals in my mind. But like I said, kind of integrating my natural skill set to execute them. Yeah. Just like, you know, you're a different kind of conversationalist than me and you have a different history than me. So you might have talked to all the same people and had a completely different experience and still have been successful in what your goals were for doing sure. it. Does that, I hope that answers your question. It does. Um, but that's like, that's the reason why I, I didn't go. Like, I didn't want to be there because I didn't want to, like, just being there would have impacted something. Oh, yeah. You know, it would have been, I would have been a, a safe spot to, to yes. come and hide to. And, if, you know, if I'm there, I'm drinking beer. And if I'm drinking beer, you're going to be drinking beer. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're. And now we're on the patio <laughs> with or, a pizza. Or we're, yeah, or we're just being loud. and <laughs> Yeah, we're, then we're overtaking the. I, uh, I did feel lucky that there were a few people that um, I knew. And then a few vendors that I have seen at other events that maybe we've just only spoken a couple of times, but we were familiar faces. So I did kind of have that breath of, oh, sure. you know, I can ask this person if I can set my drink down while I go to the bathroom or like, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, or I saw something funny. I have somebody that I can share that with immediately instead of, you know, later on. But I did try to, um, like you said, not fall into that if well let me just go and stand over there by them because I know them and right. um I don't know anybody else here. I mean I, I have to imagine it would have been a lot longer five hours if you didn't go in there with this plan. 
oh my gosh, I probably wouldn't have even stayed. Oh, I thought you were there helping Caitlin. Well, uh, she didn't need my help because oh. she's a strong, independent woman. Um, but I did check. I did check in with her a bunch of times, you know, and be like, "Hey, yeah. do you oh, need so a you drink? Like do you need a bathroom?" The then. No, okay. she just invited me as a guest. Um, I got you. So, which I did. I told her a thousand times. I'm like, "Just let me help you sell these shirts. That's what I'm best at." And she was like, "No, it's okay." Like, just I running just... up to the other booths and throwing the shirt. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> Buy the shirt. It's got boobs. <laughs> Um, she was very gracious enough to invite me as a guest. So I was able to kind of just do what I wanted, but I probably would have like made a circle around the bar, you know, maybe bought a couple of things and I would have left. Mm. I don't think I would have, um, I probably would have still had some fun conversations sure. and maybe connected with some people, but I wouldn't have nearly... I don't think I would have had as much fun because that's what was fun about it was talking to people sure. and learning new things and seeing new things. So, well, and now awesome. you have bred familiarity with with many people who because you're, you're going to see the same people at a lot of these events. We see a lot of the same people at Flea Off Market, and it's the same crowd. You know, you yeah, same people do the same stuff. But now they're you're you're the person that they were they had a good conversation with and asked them questions and all that stuff, and it's you're going to be a kind of a safe spot for some people when you, when they see you out at other events. I hope so. Oh, I think so. I hope anybody knows that they can. Not anybody. I mean, I mean, I, I can't protect you. Like that's if somebody you end up on a podcast, <laughs> like on a true crime podcast, yeah. I hope anybody knows they can come tell me everything. <laughs> Don't tell me anything incriminating. <laughs> I can't lie. Um, no, but no, I hope that especially other vendors, cause our, um, business, small business people or craftsmen. Um, because I have made, and I'm a pretty, you know, outgoing person. I have made more friend, new friends in the last two and a half years that I've been doing this business than I've made in my entire adult life, really. Once I stopped going to school, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> so in just in a personal way, it is really fulfilling to get, cause you do find people that um, like Caitlin, who we do have a business rapport, um, but now we've formed a friendship from it too. And so right. that's really rewarding to be able to say, you know, she's not an acquaintance or a business partner. She's my friend. Right. But we also do try to help each other in our business aspects as well. Yeah. Well, and, and the more in-depth your friendship becomes, the more you understand entirely. And we're going to be filming a podcast episode at her studio soon. But the more... The more you understand exactly everything she provides and what she does in her business, which I think you've already got a very firm grasp on now, you're one of the most powerful referral partners available to her because it's not like, oh, you need a photographer. Let me find a card. I've got a, yeah, I've, I met this photographer. No, you know exactly who she serves, how she does it, what's different about her. Um, you know, the awards she's won, you know, all that stuff. And how to connect her with the right person. Yes. So yeah, even better. Instead of just going on Facebook saying, anybody need a photographer? I know a good one. And then you send her a bunch of crappy leads of people that are not her ideal customer. Now you're sending her people that you know is going to be a, a perfect fit yeah. or close to it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Potentially a better, you know, a better chance than yeah. just some random off the streets. Right. Just off the, just plucking people off the street and throwing them into a <laughs> <Hey>! photography studio. <laughs> you need pictures. You're, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Throwing business cards. Take one. Like ninja stars. Yeah. I should try and do that. See how that works for me. <laughs> it's 
called guerrilla marketing. <laughs> That's not called guerrilla marketing, but <laughs> stabbing people with extra sharp business cards. I am most excited now that I'm a networking pro mm. uh, for us to try and network together for or go to an event together. Maybe we don't do it together, but I want to see you in action now after taking your words of wisdom and executing them. I want to see how you do it now, you know? Okay. And I just like walk behind you like like lurch. <laughs> that'll make it that'll make it nice and organic. What's, what's that person behind you? Don't worry. She's You see her too? Yeah. <laughs> She's she, following me everywhere. Is she wearing the pickle? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, Jay? What do you think about that? No, I think that's a great idea. Uh, because uh, and I think I told you, oh, that was the, the young lady I met this morning. I talked about her last week where she said that her and, and somebody she works with, they like work a room, but they're also kind of double networking because you're listening for opportunity like, hey, you should meet and she's here. Yeah. And then and we should do that kind of thing. Um, I think it'll be. It'll be challenging for us. <laughs> no, it, it, I think it'll be challenging because. There aren't going to be many events we would go to where both what you do and what I do are going to gel with the people who are there. Because people go to events that are focused like startup grind is all people who are building apps and building products and part of startups. Um, so there are a lot of different industries that can network well. There are photographers, people who do venture capital, websites, coders, all that stuff. Ugh. Uh, Highbrow stuff. Attorneys, CPAs, all those people service people in those industries and work together well. Whereas what you do, unless it's a very specific niche item where somebody's like, man, we're having this launch party and I need t-shirts. That's going to be a very rare occurrence. They already have somebody who's doing those kind not, of Not always, but, but that's a very like one-time thing. And if you're going to go to an event where you're going to spend several hours there, now, much like you went to Booby Bash, that's way more your crowd with what you do. That's product creation, product selling, booths, live, B2C. Yeah, occasionally those people need a website or whatever, but most of the people I connect with on a regular because I'm more B2B, I don't know that, I don't know, I think it's going to be tough for us to find an event where we're going to be very effective I think that what we need to do is be creative about events that are not networking events. Turn them into it. And how we can turn them into a networking opportunity for ourselves. Because as somebody who, I don't know if it's because of the business I'm in or just my past business history, like I couldn't even tell you how to find out about a networking event. Oh. And I think especially a lot of uh, new entrepreneurs or small businesses on the rise, you may not be like, well, wh wh where, how do I even find out about a networking That's event? A good point. That's how do really I, good. how do I know that these people are going to be at this coffee house and it's going to be the right kind of people for me? That's so, a very good point, and that that actually came up when I was talking to the uh, tax attorney that I got to know because uh, we happen to be on the same Zoom meetup type thing. And he's like, how do you? How do you find all this stuff? With all these people that aren't already tax attorneys or right. already in my business, right? You know, yeah, that's a that's a good topic. Um, we're gonna we will do a whole episode on that. That's what I was thinking. Boom, boom. 
But yeah, I think that could be really helpful because I want it. I mean, I would be the networking event near me. <laughs> well, that's a valid way to look. Yeah, but... Yeah, I know. I got you. So I think we could definitely, especially we're really lucky in the area we're in um, because we're close to a, a metropolitan city mm-hmm. that I think there's more opportunities than maybe somebody who's like in a small town. But I think we could definitely find some some ways to make, have it be a networking event for us, even if it's maybe not for anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I hope that something that we shared today maybe will help you, especially going into this holiday season, find ways to connect with people. And uh, tune in next week where we will not be in silly costumes. And we look forward to seeing you then. I'm Angie. And I'm Jay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode of the More Gooder Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at More Gooder Ideas and search us up on Facebook, the More Gooder Ideas Podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. <laughs>